Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. So at Geico, we'd like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now it's our turn to share with the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because we're committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for more info and eligibility. Hello, welcome to This Feels Terrible. I'm your host, Erin McGathy. Hi, everyone. Um, this week, I have a special, special treat for you. Uh, the episode was a little late by a couple of days, and... Um, and, and, and the reason why this is going to be a special treat is, is kind of the same reason. I am in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival doing my one-person show, Murder Town, which is a one-person murder mystery. And I had some trouble getting my podcast and everything um, in order this week. I have a lot of great guests who are here. I can't say who they are just yet, who I'm interviewing for the podcast. But um, due to like a stick scheduling error, um, this week for you guys, super special treat. You get a preview of um, the show Lovers Movie Club, which is one of the bonus episodes that I record for the Patreon. And um, yeah, it's a uh, oh, see, I'm getting a I'm getting a text there. It's all very exciting. Um, I'm 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 here in Edinburgh. If you're here, come and see the show Murder Town. There have been a lot of this. This feels p- terrible. People have come by and said hi. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so enjoy this. Uh, I explain what what is happening. Um, if you subscribe to the Patreon, there's a there's a bonus episode of This Feels Terrible every week, and one of those is something called Lovers Movie Club, where myself and Potty we talk about movies from our childhoods. We go back and forth and kind of compare experiences. And um, yeah, that is what this is. It's different from the regular This Feels Terrible podcast, which we will we'll be back in action next week. But for now, you get to enjoy this. Again, sorry for the lateness. And um, I love you. You're great. Um, Yeah, here we go. Enjoy Lover's Movie Club. Hello, and welcome to the This Feels Terrible bonus episode. I'm Erin McGathy. Uh, This week for the bonus episode for you lovely Patreon subscribers, we have an ad-free, unedited episode of The Lover's Movie Club, which is the show where myself and my boyfriend Potty Baggett and I (laughs) just repeated myself there. Uh, I am exhausted. I am so tired, but good tired because I've been working on a bunch of things, but I'm just I'm, uh, I don't, I don't know how, I'm just going to say what I was about to say. I don't know how people in wars do it. (laughs) I don't know how they do it. I, I have been busy for like two weeks and I, 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 clearly I want to tell you about it. Um, but I'll stop. I've just been in rehearsals for my show, Murder Town, my one woman murder mystery. That's kind of the same as being in a war, right? you know, rehearsing your, your, your one woman, your one woman character show for a Scottish arts festival. Anyway, uh, I'm excited to share this episode with you. I'm recording an intro, full disclosure, I'm recording an intro because, um, we recorded this last night and 
I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I know I talk a lot already. I know on the regular, this feels terrible podcast. I talk a lot about myself. I know, I know this. I know I'm trying to work on this. I want, I want to be less um, self-obsessed and uh, I want to look at the world in more ways than just like by comparing my own experience. Um, but I'm also trying to keep myself in check and, you know, for, in my waking life, I don't just talk about myself nonstop. I don't think. Um, I hope not. You know, it's kind of different on a podcast about feelings. In any case, I talk a lot on this podcast. Um, I really love talking to Potty, obviously. And um, we're talking about Super Mario Brothers in the, in this episode. And then I, I go off on the rails a couple of times. I'm also like tired and I've had a glass of whiskey. And um, I'm not apologizing for anything. I just, I mean, I guess I am in a way. I just, I just want you to know that I know. Do you know? You know what I mean? I am aware that I talked a lot during this episode, like a lot. And it was Potty's movie. So that's all. I just want you to know that I'm aware <laughs> and I'm going to work on it and do better. Um, this episode is Super Mario Brothers. If you haven't seen this film, I highly recommend if you have the time to pause this and go to YouTube and watch it. It's available in HD on YouTube. You can watch the entire thing. It is so fucking insane. It is so insane. It is so insane. You could also watch it without the sound and you'd get as much out of it. Probably more, actually. Like it's it's a fascinating train wreck. So or, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil how I feel about the film. <laughs> um so you can watch that now if you'd like. And then I want to say for the next Lovers Movie Club, because we don't say it on the episode, the next Lovers Movie Club movie, um, I will announce in the outro for the episode. How's that? So for now, please enjoy this Super Mario Brothers 3 episode of Lovers Movie Club. And welcome to Lovers Movie Club. Hurrah! <laughs> You're in a good mood because we just watched your shitty film. <laughs> I'm also mostly excited because I remembered what the name of the thing was. <laughs> Lovers oh. <laughs> Cinematic <laughs> Experience. Experience. Oh, good. <laughs> we should rename it Lovers Cinematic Experience. <laughs> Though that sounds just like porn. Yeah. Lovers Cinematic, Cinematic. Odyssey. <laughs> So this week we watched um, Super Mario Brothers. Bros. I've had a glass of whiskey. I'm ready to talk about it. Um, you've had no whiskey. But no whiskey. You chose for your first film, the 1993 film, Super Mario Brothers. Bros. Bros. Which I was, which I was, um, I think I knew it was 1993, but I was saying it was 1990 i was in my mind i was like 1990 it may as well be i mean it may as well just be uh, any year from like 1988 to 1994 i think i i don't well i don't know because for me 1993 is you know that's a watershed year that's a jurassic is park it? year oh this came out the same year as jurassic park exactly See, this now, film now should be changed. so embarrassed yeah now, now your tune has changed <laughs> 
Um, before we get into this uh, excellent film, I I I, <laughs> and I, I, uh, I stand by it. I love I love yeah, it and we'll, enjoy it. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about it. We have. I mean, <laughs> it's very difficult watching a film like this that aroused so many thoughts and feelings and having to be like, I'll just write it on my notebook. You know, we said a bit, but anyway, what was what's your what, why did you choose this movie? What was going on in your life when this movie came around? Um, if, if I recall correctly, I didn't see it in the cinema, certainly. Um, and I don't think it ever turned up on telly. And the first time that I found it, I think it was, um, it was either one of two things. It was either we found it at a car boot sale on VHS. <laughs> I which think, is which is like a video sale out of someone's trunk, like at a like a farmer's market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be videos; it could be anything out, right. out of just it's just out of uh, yeah, out of, out of a car, a car trunk. Um. Uh. So it was either that, or else, or else I feel like it might have been like there was there was for a brief time it was a second uh, video rental store in my town. And, uh, but then they went out of business and I think they sold a bunch of stock and we bought a bunch of stock. Is that where that came from? I think, you know, it was either one of those two things. But anyway, we had on VHS. That must have been exciting. You got to just buy a bunch of videos for really cheap. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. I mean, I I don't know if we bought like a ton, ton, but we like, yeah, maybe 10 or something. That's exciting. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the long, for most of my, my childhood, my majority of my uh my film uh collection consisted of stuff taped off the telly um so this is one of the few ones we owned and uh uh yeah i just watched it i mean i was like it was probably like 1994 1995 so i was 11 was i yeah like 11 or 12 yeah yeah and i watched it that seems like prime age for this movie, I'm just I'm gonna read a uh, a summary from IMDb because um, we're not gonna going to go through this scene by scene uh, like we did First Wives Club because that's tedious. So yeah. instead, I'm gonna just read this thing. But though, like, uh, I kind of wish this was a ten hour podcast and we we're just going through like every shot of this film because so we uh, I think we found we found our our niche second movie yeah. in. <laughs> It's just the Super Mario Bros. podcast. I mean, yeah. This could, could, would, there's a lot. I mean, considering there's so much going on. What's going would, on in the screen, but off the yeah, screen, there's so much going. Yeah, on. this would be a perfect film to just do a uh, a podcast on every single week. Okay, here we go. This is from uh, Anthony Pereira from the Super Mario Brothers IMDb. This is the story of two hard-working Italian plumber brothers named Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, who befriend a young paleontologist named Daisy. She uncovers a massive find of mysterious new dinosaur bones. While exploring the tunnels where dinosaur fossils lay, saboteurs hired by the Mario brothers rival businessman Anthony Scapelli to break some underground pipes. Meanwhile, in a hidden world called Dino Hatton, King Koopa's land is running out of water and going through problems. So he <laughs> and going through problems. So he sends Spike uh, and other Iggy. problems. Yeah, and problems. <laughs> so, um, 
<laughs> Romeo and Juliet, Juliet is about a young man, a young woman who are in love and some problems. <laughs> uh, so he sends Spike and Iggy to kidnap Daisy. Now the Super Mario Brothers find themselves the only hope to save the Earth from invasion, then challenge a diabolical lizard king, and they must battle giant reptiles. Goombas, outwit misfit thugs, and undermine sinister scheme, a sinister scheme, I'm guessing, by taking over the world. Um, I... It's weird, like I love I love the ending of that <laughs> by taking over the world. It's like what? What? Yeah, I don't think so. You like it sounds like it sounds like he got mixed up and it was like it was like the Mario Brothers stage some sort of political coup. Yeah, yeah. Do they fa- take fascists. over the world? <laughs> yeah, they become fascist dictators. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that the taking over the world part is pretty inaccurate. But like the rest, I mean, it's funny what he puts an emphasis on. Also, this very poorly written summary has kind of answered some questions for me to be honest it's <laughs> weirdly per- i've seen this movie a bunch of times and, and there was a whole plot point in there where he's talking about like the city is running out of water that i never yeah, picked I up never, on. <laughs> i never noticed that either because then again you know, there's maybe, like the one line about it being like a desert <laughs> yeah yeah land. yeah but i don't know maybe he's uh, inferring that <laughs> i mean where do we start there's so much my phone is there is so much. Uh, yeah. So where do we where do we start? I before before we watched this movie, and I think I, I said this on the last podcast. Like I had thought that maybe I had seen this movie. I just assumed yeah. that I had seen this movie just because um, me and my brother were so into the Super Mario Brothers game and the television show. Which, yeah, which I, I, I have vague memories of. I have stronger memories of the Sonic TV show. Oh, I don't know the Sonic or TV two, show. There's two TV shows. Really? Were yeah, they yeah. like animated shows? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously, I guess it would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the live action. <laughs> yeah, they the had one, like an actual head to stop and... because the PETA got involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I have like some memories of the Sega show. But yeah, there was a live action Super Mario Brothers show. And I can't even remember what the was show there? There was, yeah, yeah. It was a television show, and I can't remember if it was an act. It was actually like a full show. No, I th- I think what it was was it was it was an animated show, but it had live action segments. Mm. Like remember, there's a period of time. Remember, Back to the Future, the TV yeah. show had like live action segments with Doc, and then it would have, but they'd only be like four or five minutes, and then it would yeah. lead into the. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Like I can't I can't remember what the animated parts were, but I do remember like the actual. I remember being like really excited about seeing Mario and Luigi. If he was even Mario, I don't know what a weird memory. No, it's been a weird week for like remembering things like that. Like if you were if you were um, like we are in our very early thirties. Mm, Very. Some, some say in our late twenties. <laughs> I yeah yeah. But they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but like spiritually, right? <laughs> spiritually, we're in our fucking teens, early teens. <laughs> but emotionally, in our hundreds. Um, <laughs> bitter, uh, bitter, twisted, <laughs> sick of life. <laughs> I just, I just heard someone say today. That, um, that like the reason why our life expectancy is just like 80 years old is because of infant deaths. 
Like if you took out infant deaths, everyone's life expectancy would be like 90 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like an average. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, if you if you take into account like privilege and. um, Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Not us. (laughs) We never check that privilege. Don't need to. No, no. What privilege? Yeah. Doesn't exist, guys. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a straight white male. It's no privilege here. I say as I'm, I'm looking at you, like lounging on our, our fancy. I mean, it's not fancy, but it's 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 one of the more expensive IKEA couches. We'll say that it is one of you the know, nicer you know, IKEA you're, couches. You know, you're making you're making top dollar when you're buying IKEA. But it's one of the nice ones, guys. No, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's and you're wearing couch. a shirt from Urban Outfitters. Am I? Ugh. You are. Yeah. Well. Don't worry, I'm balancing it all with a pennies, uh, pennies, long johns. Yeah, yeah. Pennies For American pajama listeners, pants. pennies is the target of Ireland. Yes, it is. Yeah. Also, you love Urban Outfitters so much that when we went to a thrift store, you bought shorts and they were Urban Outfitters shorts. And didn't, you didn't even know. I didn't know. You love Urban Outfitters. I, I don't. I, I apparently like Urban Outfitters clothes. I don't like Urban Outfitters. Well, who does? The fucking nightmare. <laughs> Anyways, it's not the... <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sartorial. What, what I was Join gonna, our sartorial podcast. What I was going to say is that the... Uh, um, yeah, when we were kids, there were so many kids shows where there were kind of terrifying live action elements. Like, I, I just revisited the... Um, zo- this show called Zoobly Zoo this week, which was really scary like yeah just look it up look up Zoopily Zoo it's like adult actors playing um, animals and uh, it's just like it had a big impact on me it's just kind of a weird thing and kids now they just they get all like animation and stuff they don't have to they don't have to make sense of like pretending that adults are children like we had to do that yeah yeah I'm yeah I, maybe it's a cyclical thing, though. Maybe it'll come back. Mm. We'll do it to our kids. We'll make them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> this old man's a baby. He's yeah, your look, best friend. Look at him. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> <Watch> it. Him <laughs> Enjoy it. Um. Okay. Yeah, you 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 start because this is your film, and I have a tendency to talk a bunch. Sorry. Uh. No, that's fine. Um. Uh, what would you like me to to start? How would you like me to start? Um, I've explained the genesis and how it got. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Well, the the biggest <laughs> the biggest thing, maybe maybe we'll start here because I mentioned like playing the game. I feel like the big feeling that I got during the movie when I watched it and what I said throughout was I feel like the people who wrote and made this movie hate Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. do not like it at all. Don't. It's like, it's so complex and weird compared to the game. Like, they, it's like someone wanted to write a film that was a. I don't know, some, some, some really complicated parable about evolution. And they're like, oh, they're looking for a Mario Brothers movie? I guess yeah, I can yeah. make this a Mario <laughs> Brothers movie. Uh, I, can, I can shoehorn that in there, I think. 
Yeah. So what did you what did you like about it when you were like when I was a kid? Yeah, like what what um cuz cuz I think like if I was a kid I would I would I could see myself liking this. And th- this movie kind of reminds me of um uh not a Christmas story but Christmas movie. Do you remember that movie? Uh Stuff about Dudley Moore plays the elf. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like it, it's dark and effed up and similar I don't know why I just said effed up. Effed up. <laughs> it's dang hope, crazy, guys. <laughs> hope everybody's listened to this before Watershed. <laughs> um, but like, the, they're both movies that are, they're like dystopian New York movies. Uh, I think every movie set in the 90s in yeah. New York was like, like, I mean, this kind of reminds me. It was like a trendy thing, obviously. Well, I mean, I, you know, I think I was like, from my from my limited historical knowledge of New York, but I think New York at the time was, wasn't exactly a fucking a great place. No, totally. But there, there's, there's got to be something said for movies being so, um, like movies romanticizing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the Turtles movie, the first yeah. one especially, was like was you know quite dark, and uh, I love that movie also. But you know, obviously, in the version of New York is dark and grimy and weird yeah and- do you think like during that time movies that were set in la like the the exaggeration of la was everyone's doing yoga everyone's really vapid and everything's just like really bright and lens flary yeah at all times which there's there's a seed of truth in that obviously and then everything in new york was like it's dark, like everyone robs you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's insane. There's graffiti everywhere. Kids are homeless and they're all thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny like, like how like polar they were compared to Yeah, like, it's kind of I wonder what was what was happening in the culture at the time that kind of like magnified those those differences. Reagan? No, it's the it's the nineties was Reagan. No, well, I mean, but that started in the eighties. Um yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Again, I'm I, I'm not the person to get involved with the, the history of, of yeah. the U.S. I guess. And I I guess I would be because I'm American, but I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so this movie's this movie's crazy. Um. I think that's what started... appealed to me. I mean, I think when I was a kid, I think that's what appealed to me. Did you Did you know what Super Mario Brothers was at the time? What? What the Super Mario? Yes, of course I did. <laughs> like, I, I was a, I was a human person who existed on the planet. Like, well, I know, but I don't, I I don't know. know. You grew up on a farm. <laughs> yeah. In, did they have video games in on the deepest, farm? Darkest, Your life was a video jungle. game. Um, yes, of course we had video games, and I had a, uh, I, I played Mario. <laughs> did you play it against the cows? Uh, yes, yes. It was. Who was the best cow? Betsy. <laughs> Betsy the cow. <laughs> Amazing dexterity for a cow. Mm. Um, uh, playing video games, to clarify. Thou uh, <laughs> <laughs> protest too much. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Shit dexterity actually, at hand jobs, but like excellent. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. me. Like, Jesus. <laughs> or don't. Please don't, Betsy. You're not good at it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think at the time, I'm not 1993. I think it was a Sega, I was a Sega Mega Drive kid at the time, and 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 you know you know <laughs> it's funny like 
the the kind of division lines that you pick, the culture picks for you almost, like yeah. the Blur Oasis thing or you know whatever. Um, but yeah, like, we but were like Nintendo, Nintendo and you were yeah. I was like, oh, I'm a Sega, and I was like, really like, was it because oh, of Sega? The, was it because of the Sega? No, I think it was because the games were cheaper. Oh, really? Because <laughs> they were the same fucking games. They were just like twenty they were quid not cheaper. The fu- same game. They weren't all the same games, but like the you know they they had a majority of the games cross. Or oh, this is such a this is such a Sega standpoint. Anyway, sure. I do remember, like I I like I I know I'm not creating this memory, but like. When I was growing up, like the Sega kids were like the bad kids, <laughs> <laughs> like on the block. All There's right. this kid named Brayden, and his <laughs> looking back, his mom I think just had severe depression, but they had uh, foil on all the windows. Yeah, and she, this is really sad now thinking about it, but like sh- she, uh, as a kid. My understanding of it was, oh, Brayden's a bad kid because his mom doesn't care a lot about him because she just like stays in her room all day and like sleeps and watches television and she has foil on all the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back at it now, oh God, Brayden's mom was severely depressed. And, and he was just an asshole because he was in Sega. <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah, interesting. Uh, I thought about it like that. But he was one of those kids that was like too big. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't think this is a kid. I think this is a this is a grown. This is this this woman's husband who was like, "I need to get out of the house. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my name's Braden. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna say I have Jack disease, and I, I'm gonna go to school." Uh, this poor kid. No, he was like, I I was the same kid too, but it's different when you're a girl. I think, or it's not. But I wasn't a bully. But if I was a bully, then I would I would go into this category. But like, maybe it's like a film trope, just that the bully is the kid who's kind of developed faster than the rest of the kids. Yeah. yeah. He was definitely that kid. He was my brother's age and he had, uh, my brother's four years younger than me, but he looked bigger than bigger and older than me. And he had long hair because his mom was too depressed to get it cut. And he had Sega at his house, but he would always come over to our house to play Nintendo because it was better. Oh, listen, I like, I'm not, I'm not, I bought a, a Super Nintendo years afterwards and, um, a vastly superior machine. I'm I'm not arguing against Sega, but at the time that was my my thought process. But you, so play, how did you how did you play Super Mario Brothers? How did that because come my uh, my neighbor, uh, Braden, Braden, O'Brady, Brady, yeah, Brady, Brady, O'Braden. Uh, my neighbor had a Nintendo, and he was very dull person but options were very limited because there were like four people my own age within like um, you know a mile of my house and like, nobody lived next door to me I would have to walk for you know 25-30 minutes in, or in, well right. maybe not that long but like 25 minutes to get to someone's house yeah yeah why was he what about him was was, was dull he's just very dull <laughs> he's just he's just <laughs> not I mean, I mean, would he I, just I, stare I, at a wall or like, like, uh, just, he was just into different things, I guess. Like, I, I, I was kind of a nerdy kid, and I was into. I'm not pop questioning culture. it. I'm just curious, like, you know, and I was into pop culture, and I was into, and I was into reading, and I was into books, and I was into, you know, making jokes, and he was kind of just into tractors and. Uh, okay. Firm. He was a lad. Wasn't no, he wasn't even a lad. He was an old man. He was an old man <laughs> trapped in a in a in a. In a just waiting to die. Body. 
<laughs> he had maybe, no he had no hope. Maybe that was it. Like he had a Nintendo and every time I we went to his house he was he all he wanted to do was hang out outside. Like <laughs> Hang out outside of my own. I play for Nintendo, man. I think everyone has like someone from their childhood who they hung out with because they had some sort of thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I, and it it wasn't like, it wasn't like you know. Years later, I was like, oh my god, you know, that's really bad of me. I really, I really took advantage, and and you know, in that situation, and I didn't know, I didn't realize that uh, that's what I was, you know, manipulating that situation for friendship, or that's friendship for that situation. And I was like. It was like, nope. At the time, I was like, I am only hanging out with this fucker just to use this Nintendo. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. Oh, I, I hung out with this this neighbor girl once um, just because I really liked her mom. Like, she was awful. She was <laughs> terrible. Um, and was just like, so particular about everything and was just like, mean. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, That's just hilarious. mean all the time. But like her mom was was really in her mom had like a craft room and her mom oh, her mom was the editor at the local newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And like at the time I was really I had like I, I like was really into writing short stories and stuff and her mom had taken an interest in me and like yeah, I would just go over and want to hang out with her mom and then be like, Oh no, I have to hang out with Jessica for a bit. And Jessica what she wanted to do was go into her room and play with her Barbies, but she didn't want to play with the Barbies. She just wanted to talk about them. Like it was like <laughs> too embarrassing to actually yeah, yeah. play with them, this which is a good plastic. Yeah. Yeah. This which... one's made of vulcanized <laughs> rubber. Yeah. Which is fine with me. Cause I didn't actually want to play Barbies with her either because we were kind of too old. We were like 11, 12. Can and you ever be too old to, pl- to play Barbies? Uh, I, no, I don't know. I had a friend who pushed I it once. I didn't. I didn't. I, that was a it was a joke question. I didn't think it was gonna. Oh, I see. Sorry. I, I didn't realize it was gonna like it was gonna trip you up and send you into an existential yeah, spiral. Yeah. <gasps> I don't know. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, the things the things that I would do with Jessica were just like she had these magazines because we didn't really have um, at my house. Like my house was pretty anti pop culture. Mm-hmm. Not in a on purpose way just in a like it didn't occur to my parents way and i was the oldest so like i wasn't really into pop culture yeah yeah uh but i was into culture like i was into i was into like i was really into like things from like the 50s and 60s but anyway at jessica's house like that's that's how i developed my obsession with um not obsession but just like admiration of Drew Barrymore because she had these magazines and I was like trying to pass the time so I could like go and hang out with her mom again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cutting out pictures. And... No, Jessica, let's let's read some magazines. Yeah. But eventually Jessica like called me out. Oh, and I didn't get to hang out with her anymore. Jessica's mom. <laughs> Fair play to Jessica. See, my guy was fucking too thick for that. <laughs> I still I could still be hanging out at that house, he wouldn't realize. <laughs> Jessica, like I was I was hanging out. Like, I remember exactly, like, I was hanging out in the kitchen with Jessica's mom, and we were, like, laughing about something. Oh, we were talking about, oh, God, I remember exactly, we were talking <laughs> about Hunter S. Thompson. Oh. And I was, like, 12 years old, and we were, yeah, like, yeah. laughing about Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> and Jessica came in and was like, you probably didn't even come over here to hang out with me anyway! <laughs> to me and Jessica's mom. And you and Jessica mo- Jessica's mom are, like kind of tripping on the mescaline at this stage and you're like oh fuck 
oh shit this is, this is turning bad <laughs> i don't know why we were talking about hunter s thompson should have dropped that acid oh god yeah because i didn't know i mean <laughs> yeah i think i had like read some essays of him of his or whatever or probably because he was a journalist and we were talking about that and i don't know but I, Jessica's mom told me that I had to go home and that was the last time I hung out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this. <laughs> I told my mom about it. I just have this it. image of like Jessica walking in, you're having this urbane conversation of like, yes. And then I read uh, uh, the recent uh, Playboy magazine had a in- very interesting article on, <laughs> by uh, Vladimir Nabokov, a short story. Oh, it's <laughs> scintillating stuff. Absolutely scintillating. Like, he really, really gets to the heart of things, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Jessica. Okay, I can't believe I'm talking so much about Jessica. But Jessica, um, I mentioned this on another podcast, the Doughboys podcast. Jessica was obsessed with the Snapple lady. Like, do you know what Snapple is? I do know what Snapple is, yeah. Do you, I don't did know you who have Snapple the, lady is. Like. Okay, so there was a campaign when I was 10, 11, 12 years old with this lady who was, like, taking... Uh, she was like the face of Snapple and was, was meant to be like in the complaint department or compliment department or so- something. So like the, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The premise of the commercial was that she was like answering letters and like interacting with people about Snapple. Okay. And she was like, she's kind of chubby and just like really charming and just like everyone's best friend kind of. And my friend Jessica grew, like had this like obsession with her mm-hmm. as a, 11 12 year old and wrote her letters yeah yeah. and for her birthday was like will you come to my house on my birthday and the snapple lady wrote back eventually or someone saying they're the snapple lady and said sorry we can't come to your birthday but here here's all the snapple and just sent her like a bunch of snapple and some snapple like frisbees and things and like jessica you wouldn't hear that oh it was nice but Jessica just it just like fed into her obsession and was like, I'm friends with the Snapple lady. Look at my Snapple frisbee and my Snapple hat. And anyway, I her mom her mom her mom was sad that she had ended up with this like really boring Snapple obsessed child and just went and won me. And we should have we developed. Yeah. I mean Jessica was very into girly things. Her and my mom probably would well, no, my mom didn't like Jessica either. Jessica was just like unlikable. (laughs) She just was really mean. Like I don't know how else to say it. She was just like She's probably mean. fucking like probably like hopped up on all that Snapple. Yeah, like maybe sugar. <laughs> She's just sugar high all the time. Like, ah, I'm fat. Uh, she yeah. I know we should we should probably talk about Super Mario Brothers. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> um, I mean, we can we can you know you want to talk about? No, no, I no. I apologize. I was, like, yeah. I was gonna say you want to talk about Rachel? Let me talk about Rachel. It's like Rachel. Could have easily been Rachel. I had another friend named Rachel. You want to hear about Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel was really into American Girl dolls and got mad at me like when I didn't want to talk about them. That was going on. <laughs> why, do people, why do you just want to talk about them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had catalogs of American Girl dolls, and we would just like flip through them and talk about them. I guess that makes a little bit more sense because they're quite expensive, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're really expensive. Um, and she was always talking about which one she liked, but it irritated me for a very nerdy reason, which was that I liked some of the, cause those dolls are based on these books Yeah, and I was really into them and like, she was less into them and more into like the dolls and my, because I was, f- dolls were forced on me as a kid. Like I kind of hated dolls. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I got into them. And they come alive and kill children. Yeah, yeah. But I got into them, but that all led to my parents getting me a My Twin doll, which is a very expensive doll that my grandparents... My Twin doll. Yeah. So you send in a hair sample. Yeah, just like, think about this. Even the name of it, like, it kind of sounds like, here's a doll, and this doll is the twin that died. Yeah. You never got to meet. I was like, what? (laughs) What the fuck? Why are you bringing this up 11 years later? (laughs) So I'm, I'm 12 years old and, um, I'm friends with this girl, Rachel, who is, who's lovely, actually, Uh like still, uh, I, we're like Facebook friends still like, wait a minute, this is a different Rachel. This is the same Rachel I'm talking about with the American girl dolls. It's not oh, Jessica. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Jessica. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Jessica was fuck my Jessica. neighbor who I was like, I was forced to be friends with yeah, and fuck, fuck. no love lost there. But like Rachel, we didn't live anywhere near each other. We just went to the same school mm-hmm. and found each other. Um, Crazy story. Yeah. And she was great. Uh, we were like, yeah, she, she was lovely. And I would go over to her house and she was really into these American Girl dolls and her and her mom were both really into like kind of girly things and dolls and like we would we would spend time going through the catalogs which which i enjoyed going through catalogs like that's yeah, yeah. kind of fun like oh yeah, this yeah. i would do this what would you yeah like yeah. oh this outfit and then we there would always be like a new american girl catalog with like new things and if you're unfamiliar with american girl dolls they're they're different girls from different eras in american history mm-hmm and my favorite was Felicity, who was the colonial American girl doll, um, who had like red hair and was kind of a tomboy. I think it's Felicity. Anyway, I really liked her. A lot of blood on her hands. <laughs> Just couldn't wash it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of blood on her hands. Um, uh, and so that Christmas, because I, when I was growing up, like from age two to 11, my mom told every family member and everyone that for Christmas, what I wanted were porcelain dolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hated dolls. Like I never liked dolls. <clears throat> my like, a, fa- a story my my mom used to tell all the time when I was growing up was that my grandmother gave me her original Barbies, which now would be worth five billion dollars like something and say like yeah. thousands of dollars like the original barbie like the original like straight barbie like coins. yeah and they were kept in perfect condition and i said i didn't want them and they gave them to me and i i wasn't doing this maliciously i just did not like the way they looked so i cut all their hair off and i cut up their clothes because i wanted yeah 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 like i think you did the right thing <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking in that. I, 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 nothing worse than, nothing worse than, especially when you give it to a kid. I'm not saying this is what was happening in your house, but you know when people are like, oh, a collector thing too. Yeah, he, here's yeah, a toy. Don't, you... don't touch it. Don't even look at it. The more you look at it, the more it devalues. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck am I? What? My favorite toy growing up for sure was this My one specific. Well, it was a cardboard box, like. Oh. No, but for for real, like in the summer, we would get these uh, where we were living on this military base, like people would move out during the summer Mm -hmm. and you'd get all these cardboard boxes and we would paint them and make giant forts out of them. And it was the most fun. It wasn't just like, oh, my imagination is in this box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Was a bale of hay? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Square bales of hay. That's there you I go. Made forts from. There you go. Yeah. That's beautiful. Anyway, to end the this window to my past, this doll story, which uh, I brought up. That for, doll, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. One. I didn't want dolls growing up. I become friends with this girl named Rachel. I'm 12 years old, and I say to my parents to, or I say to my mom to her, like absolute delight, like I would like an American Girl doll. And my mom. I'm filling this in, but like my mom, I'm sure was like, amazing. This is the best news. But instead of getting me an American Girl doll, my mom instead, it's like, I don't know. It's like you give them an inch, they'll take a mile sort of thing. Instead of doing that, my mom apparently had her (laughs) sights set on this insane thing called a My Twin Doll. Yeah, yeah. And she came into my room and she cut some of my hair off. And I was like, what is happening? She she was like, you'll see. (laughs) Like a witch. And then on Christmas, this doll arrived along with an outfit for me. Okay. And it it was a doll that looked like me with my same color eyes, except unlike me, it was wearing like a really nice dress Mm -hmm. and just looked really nice instead of like, Sticky and covered with dirt, <laughs> and had your genetic makeup. Yeah, and had my hair, veins. but like my hair longer and nice. And then my mom had on me an outfit, and she's like, "And you can match the doll." <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I cried. It was the first Christmas I cried because the last <laughs> thing I wanted was my mom's perfect version of me to keep as a toy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I wanted this felicity doll this american colonial girl doll and now i suffocate you and keep the doll yeah oh it was awful she held that over to, over my head for a while because she was like she said you, you said you wanted one of these dolls and i was like no i did not say i wanted yeah yeah my twin doll yeah because it, it wasn't like you know because it was often there's often a thing with parents where you're like you know I want this thing and as a kid you're so invested in this specific thing because mm. it's your whole world but obviously a parent they don't have to really care. They're not really paying attention because they're like, ah. or they just have the wisdom to be like, okay, if you want nice shoes, I'll get you nice shoes. I just don't want to get the ones that say the special word on them, even though that's exactly what you're. Yeah, but, it's, for. but I, what I'm saying, what I'm talking about is more about like, you know, I want this exact toy, and then they get there and they're like, ah, this one's kind of, you know, I can't remember. They don't have that thing. This one's kind of close. This'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're a kid and you're like, no, I won't do. I want this exact toy. Yeah. This is not right. But I mean, that's not what are Kids are cruel. Because like, aside <laughs> from not getting the thing, like if it's something that like every kid has, like the thing for, for me was the, uh, the Gigapet. Oh, Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah, the Tamagotchi things. Like everyone had this certain kind of Gigapet and or Tamagotchi, whatever. And my, my mom got me like the knockoff one. And I may as well have just like walked to school with a with shit on my face. Like it was just, which is, which doesn't make any sense. Like it's such a stupid thing, but it's such like a, such like a, Hey everybody, my yeah. family can't afford the extra $5 <laughs> for the brand name $20. I, I was thing. such a cranky kid that all of that stuff. I was like, ugh, bollocks. I don't want any of it. <laughs> Why do you, do you want to play with Tamagotchi? No, get away from me. Yeah. Like, literally it was just like, no, leave me alone. I was mostly that way, and then would just come in on the, the end of the trends. Yeah, I did. I, I was big into stickers for a while. Me, me <gasps> yeah, and my friends had a lot of stickers. Yeah. But like stickers to... But what kind of stickers? 
every, every everything. We got mad into like Premier League stickers. What are those? Uh, like football stickers. Like, like football players, and, oh, and okay. so you get all the teams and all that. I did you have like a sticker book? Yeah, yeah, you sticker book. Um, and you buy the stickers and you trade them, and that was mm-hmm. the whole thing. I wouldn't yeah. give a bollocks about football. I have no more. Like, I have no interest in it. Never had. But me and my friend Jack used to trade them because it was just the thrill of yeah trading and and you get a shiny one, Lisa a foil one, and, yeah. Um, but yeah, we spent so little time so far talking about the movie. Sorry, 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 sorry. I I, I don't mind. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. It's it's brought up. It's brought up things. See, it's a great movie. <laughs> We didn't talk about half of the stuff during uh, First Wives Club. Just, just saying. That's true. Just that saying. is true. Uh, so. So, so they hate the video game. You reckon they hate the video game? Uh, yeah. So there's so so in this movie, instead of Bowser, there's um Dennis Hopper playing King Koopa. So so the idea of the movie is that there's this parallel universe where. Um, dinosaurs have evolved into humans as opposed to apes evolving into humans. So the science of this movie is that like everything evolves into humans ultimately is really <laughs> the thing. Yeah, yeah, but it, for some reason it has only happened to some dinosaurs because other dinosaurs are still dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess which... similar to how because uh, one of them there's a there's a false statement made that's like ah oh, humans they come from apes like monkeys like we don't come from monkeys but like monkeys are similar enough to apes that maybe the dinosaurs that haven't evolved yeah. I don't know why I'm excusing the yeah. science of the movie because it's <laughs> it's insane um, and Princess Peach is a paleontologist but she's not Princess Peach she's Princess Daisy she doesn't wear a lick of peach the entire film Couldn't which is peach. Huh? Doesn't even eat one. She doesn't even eat one. Like that'd be a nice little touch. Just she just she's always eating a peach. <laughs> well, like at Three one point, nod and a wink. At one point, King Koopa puts her in a dress and is like, "This is your princess dress, and it's purple." Like just put a goddamn it's pink like, dress, or or else put it put put her in a dress that's like you know a, a color that's on on a different color palette. Yeah, it's, like, it's so close. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. So fucking close yeah, to yeah. the actual color. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. Also, like the the real star, <laughs> like the film, it's. It, I really thought it was going to be at least a little bit like the video game. And the the filming of the video game is not like when I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when I think of Super Mario Brothers, I think, oh, there are a couple human guys who are rescuing a princess from a land where there are magical creatures and they they they're all kind of like reptile inspired but then there's also like also other fantasy creatures and some of them are your friends and some of them aren't mm-hmm. but it's it's basically like a story of humans in like an inhuman land and this is a story of humans in a parallel universe human land like the ideas yeah, yeah. are so complicated and like so like I would, I would, like I would never show a child this film now. It would be so confusing and upsetting. <laughs> eh. 
they got to get to question what it is to be human. Is <laughs> I it, mean, is it just this facade? Are there or is, is there something a, inside? When you were watching it this last time, like, was there anything in the film that that you remember being kind of like a, uh, not traumatizing necessarily, but like something that kind of like that you remember kind of defining something, think something for you as a kid? Because there's also there's a scene where like they're straight up strippers. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, adult I dancers. Think, I don't think any of that stuff. No, I think all that stuff just washed over me. I don't think I really cottoned onto it. Like I just, I, I, there's no, there's nothing in it. Like I mean, just because there was nothing in it that was like scary to me outside of, um, you know, in the real, like you know, I, I, I at mm. the time especially, I was afraid of a lot of supernatural things. But you know, what's going on in the movie isn't supernatural. In, I mean, it's you know, within the world of the movie, yeah. But, but like you know, they're not goblins or ghosts or a devil or yeah, something yeah. that that I think that I fear might exist or at the time feared might exist. There's no banshee. There's no banshee. There's no. There's no. <laughs> no leprechauns. <laughs> but you know all that Catholic stuff that's kind of hanging around, be hanging around in my head. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's all dinosaurs and yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing in in the, the Catholic Irish psyche. To say beware of a lizard, maybe <laughs> a snake. Maybe that'll be the only thing. Mm. But um, yeah. So yeah, no, there wasn't really anything that kind of stood out as traumatizing or particularly. The only thing I always, ever, always, always remember is that scene in the in the elevator with the music. I yeah. always remember that. And I love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the Goombas, like, the Goombas so kind of remind me of uh, the. In Beetlejuice, like the small head football player in Beetlejuice in the yeah, waiting room, yeah. like the Goomba, it's like kind of it's kind of a beautiful character design, even though it has nothing to do with the video game, and they they really present it like it like it is like, huh? Everybody, you remember the Goombas? I remember? <laughs> apparently, I was just reading something, but apparently, Goombas were in the video game. Yeah, Goombas are in the video game, but, but they I don't, don't look they are. like. Are they the lads with the hammers? Uh, are they the mushrooms? I think maybe the Goombas are the turtles. Oh, probably, yeah. See, I, I've been playing. I've been playing because I got um, the new Sonic game for my phone, so I've been playing Sonic. So I'm a little confused as to the. I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting my 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 early '90s platform games mixed up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally sure. I think, but I think you know. I think, I think you're the right. Goombas are the are the turtles. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And so in that way, like the Goombas don't look wholly unlike turtles, mm. but they're the technology of them is pretty cool. It's like it's practical. Yeah, yeah. But there's also like some CGI to make their faces look smaller. It's really effective as a no there isn't. There's no CGI at all? No, it's just it's it's just, just a tiny little head. Yeah, yeah. It's just a it's just a piece that's sitting on top of a man. Right, but there are some shots where, like, clearly, like, there, there's some, there's some effect. Like, maybe it's, it's just like scale or whatever. Like, they're doing something. Uh, maybe, maybe in some shots, yeah. Anyway, like those. You're right. Like the scene where there are a bunch of them that are like dancing in an elevator because Luigi has grabbed them and made them start dancing, which is insane. Which, like, (laughs) I wonder. Works though. 
I wonder how many kids watch that and are like, oh, I could just make someone sway their hips to something and then they'll just start dancing and not realize what they're doing. Also, how did Luigi know that that was something that was going to happen? How did he, did he see one of them dance previous to that? No, he explained it with the very logical reasoning of everybody likes to dance. Oh. <laughs> I mean, everybody likes to dance. Uh, I think I was in keeping with his character. His character is somebody who kind of goes on on instinct. Yeah. So we, we were reading facts about the film after or during. I was reading them during, but uh as engaged as you were <laughs> with the spectacle <laughs> that unfolded for you. Uh John Leguizamo, who played Luigi, apparently was like drunk through a lot of the film and broke his leg driving during it. Mm. And he also in his autobiography said that Bob Hoskins who who famously hated working on the film, like everyone hated working on the film because apparently the directors who were a married couple were just bananas. Awful. Although yeah. there is I read something about with the the male from the directing duo. Rocky Morton. Yeah. Where he he has a different take on why, oh. on why the movie was harrowing, I believe he called it. What was experience. his What was his take? Because uh, everyone else's take is like those guys were nuts yeah, and yeah, not yeah. cool, and they would come to set and they would argue in front of everyone, and <laughs> they had no direction, and they were arguing with the studio because they wanted to make an adult film and the studio wanted to make a children's film, which I think the studio was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, case. yeah, yeah. But I, well, I, I mean, from the very brief thing I read, I, that's basically the impression I got is that the everybody was making an adult film until very, very close to production, and then. But the studio kind of stepped in and were like, no, 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 you need to add, you need to up certain comedic elements and make it more child friendly. I don't, mm. know, I don't know where it, fucking the child friendly thing went. Yeah. But, um, the but then they had to kind of, you know, suck it up and be like, oh, we're doing this new version, guys. And apparently that's where the tension came from. But who knows? Yeah, interesting. Well, because there's another account, or I don't know if it was Bob Hoskins, but it was like in the same article where they said that like, there was a pretty good script and that's why Dennis Hopper and Bob Hoskins and uh, what's her name? Fiona. Fiona Shaw. Fiona Shaw, who's, who's an amazing Irish accent actress. And, and an amazing Irish accent. <laughs> it's a specific accent that they have here in Ireland. Yeah. It's like um, in she's in the Butcher received- Boy, right? She's uh, Mrs. Nugent in the Butcher Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's great. She's ins- it was cool seeing her. In, like, a sexy role. Yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't, like, yeah, I thought that was neat because, like, she's, she's such a great actress and, yeah, she, she was really good. Like, she's really interesting looking and, and it's very, like, very sexy, but for, for films of that time, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that they would cast this, this, um, very specific looking Irish actress in that part. You'd think they'd cast, like, a. Yeah, I, w- I, I don't know wonder... Heather Heather Locklear. Though she does kind of look dinosaur like because she has like a like a prominent nose, and I wonder if that's maybe. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she has very defined features. Look. Yeah. Um, I wonder if perhaps they had because they're Engl- You were saying they're English, the directing duo. Yeah. So I wonder if perhaps they had a uh, relationship with her in terms of a working relationship on a previous project or something. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Because I think they direct something before that. Right. Um, she also had an English accent afterwards. in one of the scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's like her accent was all over the fucking. Show. Yeah, yeah. Like she was, she was a different person and and almost everything, but it was still great. Like 
Uh, she was fantastic. She's got a great uh, movie death. Yeah, yeah. She's blasted into the wall. She's got a great back on her. Uh, she, there's that after the death where uh, um, Luigi quips, you know, she really makes an impression. It was like, hmm, that was miss. You know, they kind of give you know Shaw's character enough pathos and, and reasoning that I, I was kind of like, I was yeah. with her that that this kind of off the shoulder qu- quip was like, dude, that's some bad taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was also kind of a bummer in that like her character was jealous because she thought that King Koopa, who's her lover, was falling in love with princess daisy in the four seconds that they were yeah together. yeah and that you know i don't need to say like how sexist and st- stupid all that was because like she clearly is like super smart and then there's a scene where she goes and she she goes into princess daisy's cell and i thought she was going to be like because princess daisy daisy was clearly like aware of her hating her and and said so like i know you don't like me and I thought that, I thought she was going to be like, let's get out of here. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, let's team up. Instead, she was like, I'm going to kill you. Ah! Um, I also pointed out to you that King Koopa, and like one of the first times you see him, he's dipping his hands into this mysterious stuff. And it's like very spacey looking, but it's just paraffin wax. Like he's just getting his hands soft. No, I, I don't <laughs> think so. It's dino, dino stuff. Yeah, but I guess that makes sense if he's a if he's a dinosaur. Um, also, in the movie, like the one a, th- and he's a clean freak, which is something that. Oh yeah, it's in the movie. I was like, which I, I, I was like, I wonder if that was in the script or if that was like an acting choice. If he was just like, oh, I'm just going to put something bonkers into this, this to, into his character just to make it. Yeah, so yeah. interesting for me to play. So other characters or other people who were offered this role, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Uh, I think that's it. No. <laughs> there are some others. There are some other people who were offered the role um, and turned it down. Uh, more interestingly, Bob Hoskins played Mario. However, previously attached were Danny DeVito and um, Bruno Kirby. But more interestingly than that, Tom Hanks. Mm really went to bat to play Mario, but he wasn't big enough to play Mario yet. Like he had only as, done as like star, Turner and not, Hooch not and Joe versus the volcano. Huh? You, you, I'm saying as a star, not, not in portion. Not proportionally. Not oh size yeah. Of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is what, I mean, what luck, like it's very possible because this, this film was a huge bomb, mm-hmm. huge bomb. And Tom Hanks was nobody. Like, if they would have taken a chance on him, he Might probably would have sunk wouldn't... Tom Hanks. Yeah, right? That's interesting. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, his career... Like, they, they would be like, oh, he's the guy... Because the things that he had done before, like, they were all, like, kind of well-liked, but they're also, like, pretty stunty. Like, Bosom Buddies mm. and Turner and Hooch and Joe vs. the Volcano. Like, those are all... Joe vs. the Volcano, which we watched last year. Great yeah, film. Like, amazing, great, yeah. really weird excellent film that you guys should watch um but still like kind of like a like a fringy actor which is so weird to think of tom hanks as like on the fringes yeah but this film was a huge film and it was the first film ever adapted from a video game like 
there's yeah i think it would have it would have sunk him for sure like john leguizamo i i don't i don't think john leguizamo was ever on a track to be a giant star because i think he's very much like he's such a character actor like he was always going to be like a great character actor but um but also like just even physically yeah yeah tom hanks i'm like never have been right in the role yeah, I th- I think it would have been fine in the role. I also like I don't think it's a good movie, so I think like anything I think you would have uh, been great in it. That's that's a bit that's a bit unfair now. <laughs> I think Bob Hoskins was perfect. I think Bob Even Ho- Bob Hoskins uh, it, I don't know if he was perfect. Hated the movie. I thought he was I thought he was a great Mario. I mean, I don't I mean, let's talk about this like Mario dynamic that's happening because like it's interesting because, like, when you play a video game, especially a game that's as old as the Super Mario Brothers, you're clearly, like, I mean, you have to, it's, it's unlike games now where you know the motivations and everything of all the characters and everyone looks like an actual person. But, like, yeah. then you, you're, you're putting forth emotions for the, you're playing Mario and Luigi and you just automatically fill in a motivation and, like, a character and things for that person um yeah 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 i i know what you're saying i i, like, I just mean the mario like bob hoskins like his like grumpy dating like a much younger woman yeah, yeah. and just not wanting to be where he is ever like that is not the mario that i was playing um sure i don't see the thing i think the difference is that i don't think i've ever really watched this movie Thinking about the video game. Yeah, I think I've yeah. always watched this movie completely divorced of the video game. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that's the only way that you can watch it. So I think I think he I think he looks right as the character, and I think he, you know, gives his all to the like, especially. It is not that he his fault, it. but also like he clearly is hating life while he's doing it like i don't know you see i see i i think he's i think he's in a great performance i don't know i think it's a great performance but also he just makes the character choice or just naturally because he's having such a shit time like you feel it like you feel he's having a shit time i don't feel that well i I, like he's got some great comic moments and some great like some great faces (laughs) (laughs) some great faces well, he's just like always uncomfortable and always like he never gets he he never gets like a relaxed moment and he's never like what what does he want in the movie? Like Luigi's in love with Peach. Yeah. What is Mario? Why is Mario What's there? His family. What's his family he wants to make his he wants to keep his family together and Well that doesn't really come through. Yeah, it does. It's like he, he Like he cares about his brother, but like cares mm. about his brother, he cares about his What's bride. the worst that's gonna happen? Huh? What's, What's the worst? The- like, he doesn't care that much about his ride. You're saying ride, right? No, I was saying broad. In a, in oh, broad. <laughs> uh, he does care about her, and they, at the end, they have that that big family thing, and they're like, "Going to take her to WrestleMania for God's sake." <laughs> I, uh, fine, but like, it did not seem like I did not get the sense when I saw them on the date that like they were partners i was i just thought they were like friends who had socks and went to wrestlemania 
I, I don't know. I think you're I think you're asking too much of like I think they they've got a, a beautiful asking thing going on. Too much. I think they got a beautiful thing going on. Ah, uh, I. I just, I just, I just know that wasn't company. my Mario. Like when I think of Mario and Luigi, if I was doing this movie, Mario would be like Mario is is a little is like wholesome and like works really hard and just wants to do the right thing, and Luigi also wants to do the right thing, but like he's he's like kind of a dip, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe has like a complex because he's, he's not Mario, but really like Mario actually looks up to Luigi, but Luigi looks up to Mario. Like it's that kind of dynamic, not like <laughs> this, like, Oh, Mario raised Luigi. And now. Ugh. Oh, apparently that. Yeah. So apparently that was one, one draft of the script was like focusing a lot more on that family dynamic. Uh, between them yeah apparently there were like 30 minutes in the beginning of the movie that were cut yeah that was like them living their lives in new york it was just replaced with that horrible cheap uh, digital effect yeah that was a bad move because like that that animation at the start so cheap looking but like, yeah, and it's the first thing you see. I can't see. even really remember it because like when we wa- we watched the first 20 minutes of this and like really low definition yeah yeah because we weren't entirely sure that it existed in high definition yeah yeah and it does it does on yeah youtube no less which is crazy like yeah we I watched it very high definition it. on youtube and tell her that she's wrong um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have a note here gone um uh it says movie for our time what does that mean? It means maybe it's uh, maybe it's a movie that was <laughs> maybe at the time it was too ahead of its time. Oh, oh, so it's for this time? Yeah. <laughs> couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't help but notice oh. not notice the uh, similarities in Koopa and Trump physically at times. <laughs> oh my god, you're so committed to this being a um, <laughs> and I liked uh, <laughs> you know the slick back hair, very very. In the rows. Very Eric and Donald Trump Jr. And I don't know, it's all a bit, you know? <laughs> the younger foreign, foreign, uh, uh, foreign love interest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and the fact that he's all like, you know, vote Koopa, but it's clearly, a, clearly has become like a fascistic kind of authoritarian regime. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, saying to you this week that it's funny that like the current American president is like the character from all the shitty movies from the 80s where you're like all yeah, right yeah. like <laughs> this would never happen just like v- like everything yeah biff it's all biff like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> biff from the from the alternative yeah especially future too uh, i do like um uh i'm just gonna go through my <laughs> my notes yeah yeah willy-nilly um uh when they steal a police car Luigi is able to hack it or like it has a keypad and you have to, I don't know, you, you, you use the computer thing and Mario's like, how did you do that? And it's like, well, you know what? I've been hanging around playing my video games all day. Oh <laughs> and it's such a, 90, such a 90s such trope. Such a 90s thing. Yeah, it's the like, nerd that's uh, playing his video games knows how to, yeah, to hack program any computers. Computer, <laughs> anything at all. Well... <laughs> Isn't there some truth to that? And that, like, it, with really, really early video games, you had to know how to 
really use computers in order to like yeah but not really really early video games and also you didn't i mean you didn't I mean, you had you, to hack into the mainframe you, you, you to play. Like, you certainly, yeah. If you had like a what's if, that game? Uh, Pong. Pong. Like if you had a, if you had a Spectrum or a, um, oh, what was the other one that my friends had? You could program games, like tape loading games. You could program games. And Atari. Uh, Atari. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could program Ataris. Atari. You definitely, you definitely could do it to, to Spectrum. Um, and it Commodore was, and the Commodore 64. That was it. My friend Alan had a Commodore 64, and uh, that story I've told you many times. Where him and my friend Jack spent weeks writing out code oh, yeah, from, yeah. from a library book <laughs> to make a video game, and then during their during Alan's birthday, spent like three hours writing this programming this code into this video game, and I was playing outside with other boys, and I ran in, <laughs> I ran in to see if they wanted to come play with us. <laughs> And as I ran into the room, playing? I don't know, like kicking a ball around or something. Okay. And as I ran in, just because it was like it was his birthday and he was yeah. just fucking sitting in his fucking room. Oh, and you had to jock it up. Yeah, I was, it I was up. just really annoyed. Just want to play some games. Because, you know, because again, even, even though, even though like I, I, you know, completely used that, uh, that friendship with that neighbor to play uh, the Nintendo, for the most part, it, to this day, I'm not really into video games. I, I'd much prefer to be outside. Um, but yeah, I ran in and tripped, yeah. tripped over the wires, <laughs> causing the computer to freeze and three hours of, of uh, hard one, one labor out the window. And all I could think to do was just start laughing really hard. And I ran out of the room. <laughs> that makes you sound evil, that last bit. I started laughing. Jeez. I just thought it was very funny. All that time. Just wasted because I ran in. Did you think it was funny, or were you like so overwhelmed with guilt that you started laughing? Uh, The first one. Okay. (laughs) Just. Uh, You're a very empathetic person. Yeah, I know, but also I'm I'm also aware that like, you know, silly. Yeah, it wasn't like I came in and like you know tripped over the wire that like kept his mom alive. Like you know. No, fair enough. But you like, should have like at least like feigned s- sadness for a bit. There was to not. I know. I think. I think there was a moment life. of shock, and then there was a moment of like, "This is hilarious." But, you know. Also, because it's like Did the worst possible thing I could have. No, of course not. Right. <laughs> also, it's because it was the worst possible thing I could have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they put so much time and effort into it, <laughs> so it, like, in, what happens to me is in, almost immediately I go outside of myself, and I'm looking back and seeing what's funny. If it, you know, the schadenfreude that if it had happened to somebody else that I would be laughing at. Yeah. But I'm yeah, laughing yeah. at myself in that situation because I've immediately jumped outside myself. Yeah. Like, no, I hear that. Yeah. I, I, when I was on a softball team when I was like 12 years old or something, I like really, like during like a final game, like I really like s- screwed up. I did something bad, like yeah. dropped a ball or something. I don't remember what it was. But I immediately like, I knew that I had lost the game mm-hmm. and I, I don't remember, I, I, I think, I think I must've just struck out, but I knew I had lost and I just started laughing <laughs> and everyone was really upset. And the, and the, the coach came up to me, maybe this is why I just said this to you, but the coach came up to me and, and he was like, look, like, it's not funny. Like you need to, you can't start laughing at this. Like you have to wait for someone else to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you need to 
wait a second. When someone else laughs, <laughs> then you laugh. But you need to be really, really apologetic. And yeah, then yeah. you laugh. But I was just laughing because I was so overwhelmed with like. Yeah, yeah. Because no, it really is like, oh, this is the absolute worst thing that could happen. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I laughed at my mom's funeral. Like, I didn't want my mom to die. No, of course. I would. No, I and like I understand. Or I, did I? When we had when we had uh, our leaving surge, which is I, I don't know what the SAT. Yeah, and yeah, no. My friend Elaine started laughing like terrifyingly, maniacally started laughing yeah. in the in the in the <laughs> exam hall. Yeah. Uh, from stress. Yeah. She just got so overwhelmed with stress oh that she God. just started like. <laughs> And we're all, and we're just like, what the fuck is going on with Elaine? Yeah. Oh God. But n- no, it wasn't that. I was like, I just thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's cruel but funny. Yeah. I did. I did a similar thing with a, with a football match once, where like I had a wide open goal. And I kicked it a wide open goal. I was two foot from the goal. Yeah. I kicked the ball ridiculously poorly, and it just went like it went way wide. And yeah. like it was such an easy like if I'd walked the fucking ball into the goal, I would have gotten it. <laughs> but uh, but it almost but again, kicked it wide, immediately started laughing, immediately thought it was the funniest thing. And everyone's like, What the hell? What the hell? But I, just, uh, I thought team sports was stupid anyway, so I was like, ah, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> Walked off. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have a I don't think I have like a disposition for team sports. Like most recently I was playing basketball. Yeah. Like on an adult ladies league with like a bunch of my friends and i could not i was just like smiling the whole time and my friend amanda whose wedding we went to yeah like (laughs) she was playing on the opposite team and there were a bunch of my friends on the other team and and at one point like i was was like it was supposed to be like guarding her and i just like started laughing but she was so like serious and yeah yeah. and i was just like so weird like we're i mean i think for me it just comes from like I'm very not I'm not good at basketball. I'm not good at soccer. I'm not good at those things. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at team sports. I don't have like a I'm good at like I'm good at like making things with a group of people, but like I'm not uh it's not something I'm very good at. And I think my brain is just trying to like take me out of it. I think my brain is just like we don't belong here. This is not Yeah, yeah. You're not helpful in this situation. This is not for you. It's kind of, it's unusual because like you're 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 quite competitive in games. Mm. Like you take them seriously. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't really take games that seriously. I well, no, that's not true. I I do take games seriously, but I just I get annoyed when people take them overly seriously. And I think yeah, that's, well, there's a difference. As like, team sports, where I it's feel like, like we're I think we're like fairly matched when it comes to like playing games with friends, like parlor games, and I'm only as competitive as it comes to like I don't. I want everyone to follow the rules because I don't see the point if we're not following the rules. But like, if my team's losing, I don't get. Hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh. Of course not. You think I get overly upset when my team's losing? Yeah. Are you really? Crazy. <laughs> right. The last time we played, uh, fucking celebrity. Is that it? The the one with the names in the in the bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you were not happy that you that we were trouncing you guys. Oh, oh, with with Zach and Brandon. With yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well, that's different. <laughs> I don't know if it is. 
That doesn't count. I don't know. I don't know if that's the only time. I can't remember any other ones <laughs> right now, but... Yeah, I mean, um, it, de- it depends on the thing. Like, if my... I mean... I like a little... I like a game I can cheat out. Oh, I mean, that. please don't say that to me. That's, that's not... Fun. You don't mean that. I'm going <laughs> I to, do. It's great. No, that's insane. It's an insane thing to say. <laughs> Uh, what were, what but cheat were cheat at in a way that like is is funny. No, I don't it's mean never cheat funny. at in a way that's it's like never funny. Oh, sometimes it's brilliant. No, it's never. <laughs> that's insane. That upsets me so much. I know. Like, <laughs> ugh. See, and you. Oh, uh, like some it. some someday we'll have a game Monopoly, and uh, you won't even see the cheating happening in front of you. Well, Monopoly can 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 suck a tree. I guess Monopoly. Uh, I'll tell you what I have against Monopoly. Um, how boring it is. Uh, the themes. How boring the themes. it is. How long it takes. Here's the themes. I, was thinking I don't know. The if, we're naming, if we're naming things that are shitty. I don't know. It's fucking boring. It's really boring. What's yeah. fun about it? Like, there's nothing. It's fun for the first five I don't know. minutes. I haven't played in a very long time. It's like when you actually look at the rules, you're like, oh no, I have to have a total monopoly. Like the second half of the game is everyone just watching one person complete their monopoly. <laughs> like, or certain, I mean, it's very one dull. person complete their monopoly and another person cheat their way into winning. <sighs> I mean, and like I like cannot, a true a true I underdog like story. Games. That's not. I've never don't like a wonderful underdog not. story. It's like, buddy, how did you come back from the brink of? Uh, Oh my god! And it's oh, like, I remember what this is. Bring- this is reminding me of when we were at that pub quiz, and the friend of yours from college was looking at her phone during it, and I was like, "Do I <laughs> kill myself? Do I kill Potty's friend when, in front of all of his we friends?" Were, we were, to, like, we were be, way like, behind as well. It was like it was never going to make it any was difference. So inappropriate, and it still makes me upset. <laughs> like it, it was not. That was not a cool thing to do. Yeah. And I cannot remember her name, and we all know why I can't remember names. Uh, I remember names of people I don't like. Yep. Oh, yep. I like her just fine, except for the fucking... Because also, like, that's insane to take out your, your phone during a quiz, because then the entire team is, like, part of it. Like, we, I didn't <laughs> want to be part of that. Oh, Ugh. I'm solid. I did like that. We did go to a quiz... Recently, as well, where they made us put our all our phones into a yes, plastic bag. It was beautiful. Like you kept I did your, like that. Yeah, that was great. That was that was though. That was also a quiz that was better built. I think. Yeah. In that, like you know, it wasn't it the quiz that we did after two rounds. It was so clear that it was so fucking difficult that you know it was just like well what's the point because it was so well it was so but still like there's no reason to take out your phone and cheat there's no reason to cheat at it like you're not in school like the only thing like it's not there's no you reason cheat to in it. school don't, don't cheat in school kids i just mean like if i i mean Cheating's i would i would be more them. i would vouch more for somebody cheating on a test that it was like oh i'm gonna pass this course or not versus cheating on a recreational game that you're playing like that's fucking insane like it's recreational like Fun. Why are you? No, it's not fun. I really don't <laughs> like this at all. What are your final notes on the film <laughs> and on our relationship? Uh, <laughs> You're not a cheater. Um, what are my final <laughs> notes? 
a oh yeah there's one one i've one note where koopa is ordering a pizza oh yeah i like that scene actually and uh uh <laughs> yeah this is like uh hey uh, uh pizza hut uh this is uh dominic and it's like uh hi um uh, king koopa and he has his gun <laughs> pointed at the screen yeah, because well, because you have to. That's how you select things on oh, the on the screens. Cool. You were not paying attention. I was paying attention. You we're not. I have loads in the film where you've used the gun to do the thing. Gone. Um. But yeah, he's like, uh, "Oh, can I have? Uh, I'll have the full dino thing. Uh, four, four, four dino meats. It's like pterodactyl and this and that and the other and a snake and whatever, and uh, hold the mammal." And I was like, well, but aren't but there there aren't any mammals in this in this universe. That's the whole point of it, right? Uh yeah, maybe it's just like a traditional thing that <laughs> a traditional <laughs> thing. Uh, uh, like, like, and kiss the crown. Thank like, you. Like they say in the old days. Thank you. Actually speaking of that, I did make a note of um I did like that he said spicy. <laughs> oh spicy yeah, he's spicy. Yeah. Uh, that made me really want a spicy pizza. I did um I did make a note here of another trope uh which I think still exists but it's the one where it's like uh they clearly they clearly need something to happen mm. between the people so they just make one actor or one character go like you know what they say about and then they basically say a thing that nobody ever says <laughs> and it's like you know they say about you know girls Young women and lizards. And you're like, what? What are you on about? Um, that, that was a trope that happened. <laughs> Very good. And uh, and then, oh yeah, yeah. So, so Mario and Luigi shut off the heating system. Starting us really cold. Oh yeah, and the lizard at full speed. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then just start coloring. Like- which, which is which is fine, except for the fact. Because so they pointed out, like the girl, the women say, like, "Oh, I guess they're cold blooded, and so they don't—they're not cold." But it's like no, if no, no. Go that far, then should make them move slower. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, they're cold blooded. Um, they're cold blooded, so that's why. Yeah, you say like that's that's why they're not being nice to us. All right. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna point it out. It just makes it all more obvious. It's like, well, yeah, shouldn't I not be barely moving right now? Also, did they ever, like, all the women in that room, they were all women who were mistaken for Princess Daisy. Yeah. Why? Like, was there a reason? The two Goombas at the start were were idiots. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I wish they would have explained what their criteria was for kidnapping women from Brooklyn because, like, they're millions of women in new york city so yeah why did they choose that <laughs> those specific girls like were they just like oh oh just any, any girl and hopefully we'll get lucky and they got like crazy lucky when they when they took the <laughs> one like uh, i think it was that one yeah <laughs> I, th- I think i think that was a motivation also like there <laughs> were a the few thinking. moments with the with the cousin like these two guys who were like the thugs yeah who are, fisher stevens and yeah fisher stevens that's somebody else, else yeah but I recognize another actor. Yeah, yeah. He's quite a good actor. I think yeah, he's I recognize Spike him as well, stuff. yeah. But, like, there's a scene where, 
like in some scenes, Fisher Stevens is like the smart bad guy. Mm -hmm. And then there are some where they're both just so incredibly stupid. There was a, what was it? Like they had, they had an interaction where it was like, okay, I know where this is going to go as a cartoon. Like you say this and you say this, but they just both were the supremely dumb guy. And it just was just like, what is Oh God. Also the de-evolution machine and the evolution machine was so complicated. <laughs> like it was so complicated. Like this film, if they took out the soundtrack and they just put bits of it in a contemporary museum, like a museum of contemporary art, like out of order and you're walking through. Yeah. It would be incredible. Very moving. Yeah. You'd be like, this is, this is saying a lot. And this is a beautiful work of art. Pretty shows, shows us what humanity is. Yeah. And what it shouldn't be. What it could be, <laughs> and what it shouldn't be. be a dinosaur, but it should be a plumber. Maybe I mean, two plumbers. Uh, they should definitely be Italian. And the fungus thing, like we haven't even talked about, like how fungus is. Oh, like such Lance, an Lance Heinrichsen plays movie. the fungus. <laughs> it's so crazy, and, and she has the piece of the stone to go in the meteor to make the rift between the parallel universes connected. Yep. Okay, it's the time of the show where, where Aaron gives up on life. <laughs> That's already happened. That, After... was, that was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> where where, where <laughs> the sheer weight of the Mario Brothers movie just uh, the impact of of it of of the viewing it was so long ago damage. it was so long ago losing consciousness <laughs> um it's the time of the show when the person who has been introduced to the film in this case myself rates it uh as a oh like, oh, you like this film, and I like that you like this film, and I, I, uh, I know more about you now, and I appreciate it. Or, uh, huh? I wonder which one it's going to be. <laughs> it's a real cliffhanger, this one, this episode. <laughs> or an ah, uh, like okay, uh, like I get it, but it's not, you know, it's. It's not adding anything. It's not taking away. Or like, oh, like, oh, you like this film? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to rate it as a, uh, <laughs> rate it as a drop in my estimation. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the middle one. The middle one. The middle. Okay. Yeah, because I see. Like, the film is, like, like aside from story <laughs> and direction, um, the film is interesting and, dare I say, Baroque. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and... That broke. <laughs> what was? Um... Oh, it's interesting. Like, and I, I think that if I, like, I wonder why I didn't see this movie. I wonder if my parents didn't want me to watch it or something. Yeah, but it's not like we just watched successful films, but I guess like, 
yeah, I don't know, for whatever reason, like we didn't watch this movie because it seems like I, I would have begged to see it because I was so into the video game. Yeah, yeah. It kind of strikes me as the as I don't even know. I'd be very interested to see if it got. I know, almost said they, they got it in release here. Um, we were also living in Italy at the time, so I wonder if like. Just your, that was just your daily life. Mario, Luigi, <laughs> we're Koopa, like, Koopa. Oh, it's just typical. No, I just mean like when movies were released at the on the on the base, it was like one movie a month or something. So like, it's possible. Like I know I missed a the, bunch of things. The Italian Eurealist version, <laughs> like Mario and Luigi lose the bicycle, mm. spend the rest of you trying to find a bicycle. Yeah, gotta get that work back. Yeah, yeah, back away. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I didn't watch the movie, but I'm sure I would have been very into it if I saw it at the time, or it would have, like, scarred me forever. Um, yeah. So, so middle rating. Mm-hmm. Watch it, it's on YouTube. The HD version. <laughs> tell Erin she's wrong. Yeah, you can't watch it on. Yeah, please tell me I'm wrong. Please. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Hey guys, uh, I told you I talked a lot. I was telling the truth. I did. I talked a lot. And I'm talking again. So the episode that we're, or the the movie that is my movie that we're going to do next, um, which should be up uh, not this week, but next week, hopefully. Um, things are a little insane right now because of um, this this show that I'm doing for the next four weeks in Scotland. They'll still be regular. Uh, this feels terrible bonus episodes every single week. Um, but I'm not totally sure when the next Lover's Movie Club is going to be. Hopefully, hopefully two weeks from today. Uh, and that movie is my movie. And it is the Drew Barrymore and Angelica Houston movie, Ever After. So there you are. Ever After. Watch Ever After before then. Or don't. That's fine. Um, also, thank you so much for uh, subscribing to the Patreon. I really appreciate it. It's it's super, super appreciated. You are great. You are so wonderful. I love it. Um, I've actually recently added some levels, uh, specifically one called Art Club, where for $10 a month, you get a, um, a hand-painted postcard uh, at least every three months and some other cool things. So check that out if you're rolling in dough and want to uh, throw some, s- s- throw some more dough. Yeah, that's all. Um, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Hopefully next time I talk to you, I won't, I won't be as, uh, fried as I am right now. Um, or maybe I'll be more fried or maybe I'll be dead. Hopefully not. Um, but if I do die, I'm glad I'm going out. I'm glad that, that this, this will be the thing that you remember. Um, why am I talking so much about death? Podcasting is a weird art form. I'm just sitting art form. I just called it an art form. It's a weird medium. I'm sitting alone in my living room. I know I've talked about this before, but it's still like, you know, it's kind of profound. And this feels even more personal because there are less of you listening to this. So it's just you and me now. Um, that's all. Thank you. Goodbye. There's a chance your local GEICO agent has the same hyper-specific taste in music as you. Yeah, I can't get enough of neo-operatic breakbeat. Do you listen to Kale Bent and the Lettuce Works? Only every day. 
But there's a better chance your local GEICO agent could help you out with insurance. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need a hip, underground music scene to do that. Local GEICO agents. Call or visit yours today.